You're listening to Crud Talk, a ministry of 50 shades of grace. Everybody's got a story. I'm guessing like me, you've been hurt before. But what if I told you there was more to this life than being stuck in the hurt and sin of your past? Hey, we all have crud, but it's how we deal with it that makes all the difference. Today's episode is brought to you by a generous sponsor like you. We thank you for your gift, which allows us to share hope and continue to help people deal with the crud in their lives. So thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Crud Talk. Happy New Year. Oh, my goodness. It's the first Crud Talk of 2024. Tonight, we're going to do something a little bit different. So just indulge me, will you? Of course, you always do. You have to, or you can just keep going. <laughs> You'll need to grab something to write and something to write on, okay? So go ahead and I'll wait. So how are you feeling about this past year? Good? Bad? Not so good, maybe? I don't know. What's it been like for you? How was 2023? I had some awesome, awesome moments. I've also made some dumb decisions because I didn't ask the Lord what he wanted before I went ahead and took action, usually based on emotions, and that's never good. Like getting a puppy. Y'all, I love dogs. Love them. I've had two puppies that I've raised and trained when I was younger. (laughs) Getting the puppy was a dumb decision, and I never asked Jesus about it. I was miserable. I also started the year feeling really discouraged in ministry because I didn't have as much going on at the start of the year in 2023 as I had the previous year. So then I began to do that dumb thing where you question yourself. Did I miss the Lord? Am I doing something wrong? Are people tired of me? Am I tired of me? One of the most difficult things about being the product is I have to market myself. I mean, I'm the brand. And I just get sick of myself, for real. I love what I do, but the marketing piece is nonstop. I like the people part. I love that part. But the marketing is necessary to get the word out to the people that need the help. But then there were awesome things. And I'm in awe of what God has done, like with the Key to Freedom Conference. That whole story is such a God thing. I'm still not over it. I'm still hearing from people about what God is doing in their hearts because of something that the Lord revealed to them during that conference. I think about the doors that he's opened in 2023, like meeting my father for the first time. You guys, how crazy is that? And all that the Lord taught me through that event. That was hard, but so affirming to my faith in Jesus. He has always provided for me and taken care of me, and he can be trusted. And then I think about all the doors he closed. I had a couple opportunities that sounded great, but the Lord was like, no, Sonia. And I'm like, he shut the door. But now I see that he was right. He's always right. I think it's important to look back and see what has happened, good and bad, and what God did and what you learned from it, as in hindsight or like reflection, in order to move forward. I like to list out the important things that happen. And that's going to be different for each one of us. And that's okay. So I start with a blank piece of paper. And this is critical. This is key. I ask the Lord for clarity. So what is clarity? Clearness in our perception or understanding. Also transparent or clear to the eye. Nothing hidden, 100% truth. 
We can't have clarity without truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. I think I'm safe to say a person cannot have clarity without Jesus. So I want you to write clarity at the top of your paper and then write your important moments of 2023. This might take you a while. This might go really fast. Doesn't matter. You just do you. Are you ready? Go. How did your writing go? Were you surprised by anything you you like remembered? I forget a lot. So when I write this stuff down, I'm like, oh my goodness, that was cool. Or that wasn't really good. That's why writing it out is super good for us in case we forget. And it helps us to remember, right? Let's keep going. Listen to what the Bible says about how to navigate between the past and the present. This is Philippians 3, verse 13 and 14. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Mm, That's so good. I love that verse. Those verses. Number one, I do not know it all. And it's okay. Everyone say this with me. I do not know it all. And it's okay. There are so many of us that feel like we've got to know everything and actually take pride in the fact that we believe we actually do know it all. Right here in God's word, it says, brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. Some of some versions say, obtained it. In other words, Paul was saying, I do not have it all together. I have not arrived. I'm not all that. I am still a work in progress. I do not know it all, and I admit it. We do not know it all, and it's okay. Let yourself be free. As soon as we embrace this little mantra, our lives will be a lot lighter. Amen? Number two, focus on one thing. It's like the movie City Slickers. Curly, the ranch cowboy, the weirdo, that weirdo, I always thought he was kind of cringy, but tells Billy Crystal, there's one thing that matters in life. And when he asks what that one thing is, Curly says, you have to figure that out. I think each one of us has to figure that out. My first impulse is to say that there's tons of things that are important to me. My husband, my kids, my job, Jesus. Here's what I would say. Focus is the key here. I'm pretty hard on myself because I feel like my creative brain goes a million different directions, and sometimes it's hard for me to focus, let alone focus on only one thing. I can be easily distracted. I hate that. I purpose in my heart and mind to remain focused on one thing and the things that I think I should be focused on, and it always happens that something comes my way, a phone call, a knock on the door, a broken down car, a trip to the ER, the dog throws up on the carpet, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean, right? Especially these days when we're so busy, too busy. Most of us are crazy busy. We have so many plates spinning in the air, some because of the circumstances that are out of our control, and some plates are spinning on by our own choice. That's a whole nother issue, <laughs> whole nother session. I mean, we're not, t- we're not even taking care of ourselves emotionally, physically, or spiritually. We don't feel good. We don't sleep well. We don't eat well. And we don't have enough fun or laugh. If you do these things, that's great. But most of us don't. And let's be real. We spend way too much time on our phones. We are busy. Busyness. Let's talk about that for a minute. 
Why are we so busy? Let's dissect that. What are we doing and why are we doing it? Could it be that we stay busy as a way to distract us from the things that we don't want to deal with? I get that we want to allow our kids to try all kinds of activities and that's cool, but hear me out. Sometimes I think we stay in a place of busyness so that we have a reason to not deal with other things like our marriages or relationships that are strained or finances or church or boredom. If I'm always busy, then I have a reason to not be present and not participate without having to get into it or explain myself or talk through the issues. A gentleman by the name of Justin Welsh says, busyness does not equal productivity. I love that. Here's the other thing. I feel like Satan likes to keep us busy, which makes many of us feel like we're important, like we're needed and we have value. As long as we stay in constant motion, we don't have time to focus on Jesus. Remember, dealing with crud starts with truth. The truth is, many of us have depended on the being busy for so long, it's become our identity. We don't normally think of it like that. In fact, we like to complain about how busy we are. If we could only slow down or chill out more, then we'd be happy. But could it be that staying busy all the time is a way to distract us and give us a purpose? Like, if I don't do this and that, everything will fall apart. Will it? Is everything we do what we're supposed to be doing? Have we asked Jesus about our activities? Ouch, (laughs) ouch, right? So write this question. What am I doing and why am I doing it? Do y'all struggle with focusing? I looked up what the Bible had to say about focus and I found like over a hundred Bible verses and they were were good. There were like a, a bunch of good ones. Here's one that really stood out to me for for tonight. Colossians chapter three, verse two. Set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth, which have only temporal value. So next, I'd like you to write this question down and let's answer this. The question is, what distracts me? Go ahead and write it down. You can always pause me, you know. (laughs) Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is any praise, dwell, focus, dwell on these things. The next one that I'd like you to to write, and this is going to be a good one too. What helps me, so you're writing this down, what helps me to focus or keep my focus? Is it time alone? a beautiful place, anywhere private or quiet? Is it outdoors, a favorite room? Is it a certain time of day or night? Write that down. And then I want you to answer this question. The verse we're talking about tonight says, I focus on the one thing. So write this down on your paper and answer it. One thing I know for sure is, and you fill fill in the blank. One thing I know for sure is, Go ahead and pause me. You can write it out. Number three, forget the past. You can't do anything to change it anyway. Okay, forget the past. Hmm, I get that, but what? Are you kidding me? 
sometimes the past is hard to forget man i'm live i'm living proof of that it's hard to forget depending on how deeply we were hurt and how we've worked on the hurt or not worked on it when things from our past keep coming up over and over again it's usually because we haven't worked through our hurt from whatever happened that hurt is crud next question for you you're gonna write these down okay is there anything in my past that is hurting me and blocking me from moving forward and then write this one is there anyone that i need to forgive and the next one is is there anything that i need to give to jesus and let it go take a moment to write those out i don't ever forget the trauma but it doesn't fill up my heart and mind every day either there's more healthy things there now because of jesus and because i've worked my butt off dealing with my crud hard yes do things arise at times yes that's the nature of trauma but again i don't set up camp in the dysfunction or allow it to control my actions or emotions (laughs) unless i buy a puppy i guess (laughs) we've all got crud don't judge me okay (laughs) as far as the hurt and pain i'm not giving it any more power than it already had in my life i know i'm stubborn it can be a curse but praise the lord for that stubborn streak in me I'm ornery and determined, and that is why I can do what I do without hurting myself or others. Maybe 2023 was a really horrible year for you. Maybe you had serious trouble or pain in 2023. Sometimes I need to vent. Maybe you need to vent. Okay, so let's get this off our chest. We'll all do it at the same time, once and for all. Let's write this down. Why 2023 stunk for us? our disappointments, our hurts, our frustrations, our anger, loneliness, our loss, etc. What wasn't good about 2023? You can push pause and write. I'll be here. (laughs) Number four, look forward. It's a new year. I like to think about the new year as a new opportunity from Jesus. Don't close your eyes. Do not look to your left or your right. Look forward to what lies ahead. This is where Satan can trip us up. I do feel like there is a time and a place for retrospect, but only if the Holy Spirit leads that journey and only if we're healthy enough to not stay there forever. After all, when I say deal with your crud, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Most of our crud is not recent. It can be, but usually it's something in the past behind us. But here's the thing. It's not really behind us, is it? Because if we're still thinking about it all the time and it's still causing us to respond in a way that's harmful, we're essentially looking behind, focused on the past and what happened and what hurt us. When we have not dealt with our crud, it's like we're walking backwards. And what would happen if we all went around walking backwards? It would lead to disaster and chaos and we'd get severely hurt or hurt others. That's why God puts eyes in front of our head and not at the back. So we're not looking backwards as we walk forward. Amen. Part of having clarity is seeing the real picture, knowing the truth and believing it. We can't have clarity without truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. A person cannot have clarity without Jesus. And that's where people get in such despair because they don't know Jesus. They have no belief and no hope that there is anything more than what life looks like now. Truth isn't absolute anymore. People make up what the truth is to them. 
Having clarity must rely on the truth. Otherwise, it's not clear or transparent. Jesus is the truth. The Bible is 100% truth. I can't operate out of any sense of truth without allowing Jesus to be the boss of my life. So what does that mean? How do I make Jesus the boss of my life? Here's how. By placing my trust in the Lord, I'm saying that I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I know that he came to save me by paying my debt and dying on the cross for my sin. I ask him to forgive me, and he does. In faith, I place my trust in Jesus, and I turn from my sin, and I follow him the rest of my life. The Bible says in Romans 10, verse 9, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. Number five, press on. Keep keeping on. Don't quit. Don't give up. Verse 14, it says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. To press on means to continue to move forward, and not just forward, but in a forceful, strong, and steady way, persevering with all you've got. Our coach, God, is calling us, and there is a heavenly prize. The prize is being able to run the race at all. The prize is the race. The prize is to be alive, to be on God's team, to have a purpose, to never be alone. When, notice I said when, you get weary, go to the truth. Take it to Jesus. Tell him all about it. Tell the truth. Then lay it down and let it go. And you can't pick it back up. So many of us want to pick it back up after, we let, after we've had the courage to lay it at Jesus' feet. We pick it back up. You can't do that. If you will have the courage to trust Jesus, he never fails and he won't fail now. Acknowledge that you don't know it all and ask for forgiveness if you've been living like you do know it all. Give yourself the freedom to be okay with that. Trust Jesus. He's the one who does know it all. Focus on one thing. What is your one thing? And what can you do to help you focus in 2024? Forget the past. Tell the truth, lay it down, and let it go. Look forward. What lies ahead? What do you hope for? Press on. Keep going. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. How will you press on? The final thing I'd like for you to write is this. In 2024, I will blank. Because blank and I will lay down my blank and let go of blank and I will look blank in order to blank. You're gonna have to rewind this, aren't you? In 2024, I will lay, I will blank because blank and I will lay down my blank and let go of blank and I will look blank in order to blank. I hope you've been writing all this out. Writing for me has been so good. Helps me process my emotions, helps me work out my thoughts and talk to God in a, in a, in a way I can go back and say, oh, look what God did. It's 2024. Press on, keep going. 
He has a plan and a purpose for your life. I'm Sonia Bruner. This is Crud Talk. See you next time.